What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the How to Vegan podcast, or welcome to the How to Vegan podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is one that has been requested so many times, like so many times, and I'm finally doing it. So today's episode is going to be all about whether or not your pets, specifically whether or not your cats or dogs, can be vegan or not. And I'm really excited to dive into all of that with you because there's a lot to it. It's not just like a simple answer of yes or no. So I'm going to dive into all of it today because It's a really, really interesting topic, and I learned a lot researching for this, and I'm excited to share everything with you. I mentioned it in the last episode, but I really hope that all of you are just staying super safe, super healthy, staying at home unless you need to go out, get groceries, or for whatever reason it is, stay at home with the people that you live with, please stop hanging out with friends and all of that, and this is just such such a critical time to help to help stop the spread of COVID-19 and to really contain it. So I hope that you're all doing your part. This is just a really, a really, it's a really big deal. This is, I think a lot of people aren't taking it as serious as they should be. So I just wanted to put that little reminder out there for those of you listening during the time of the coronavirus outbreak right now. And to help you guys out during this crazy quarantine time, I'm offering my ebook, The Healthy Vegan Starter Kit, for completely free over on my website. So the starter kit includes two weeks of meal plans, plus more than 20 healthy, delicious, and affordable vegan recipes, grocery lists that go with the meal plans, and more. So just head on over to kristenpound.com, click on the tab that says Vegan Starter Kit, and you can download that for completely, absolutely free right now. There's also always a link to my website in the description of each episode. So you can click on that as well and it'll take you right to my website where you can get my free ebook. Another little reminder to subscribe to my personal YouTube channel if you are not subscribed yet. It's just my name, Kristen Pound. Really easy to find. Go subscribe. I just filmed a new video last weekend. It's a what I eat in a day during my second trimester video and I'm going to be editing it a little bit this week. It'll probably be out next week. So go subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't yet. I post lots of what I eat in a days and recipe videos and all that kind of stuff. So go subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. Whether or not you are listening to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, please leave a rating and review for the podcast. It really helps more people see the podcast, which is awesome. The more people that learn about this lifestyle, the better. So if you haven't left a review over on Apple Podcasts yet, go do that. I would love the shit out of you if you did. And thank you to those of you who have been doing that. I love reading your reviews. They are, they just make my day. So thank you to those of you who have done that. And if you're really enjoying the episode and all of the information I put together for you, take a little screenshot on your phone of you listening to this on whatever podcast listening platform you listen to it on and share it to your Instagram stories, tag the How to Vegan Podcast account, which is just at How to Vegan Podcast, tag my personal account at Kristen Pound, and I will totally share it on one of those pages or maybe both if you tag both. I love it when you guys share the podcast with the people that follow you. So I will always try to share that on my pages when I can. So thank you to those of you who take little screenshots because I just think it's awesome and a great way, again, to spread 
the knowledge of this vegan lifestyle. Okay, now let's get into today's topic. Can pets be vegan? Okay, so before we begin, I just have a few little like disclaimer type things or some stuff I want to mention before we just dive into the episode. So the first thing is the term pets is a little bit controversial. So pets versus animal companions or human caregiver. A lot of people think that the term pet, especially when combined with the term owner, is disrespectful towards animals and refers to them as like property or things that we own. While the term animal companion is a much more respectful term and refers to the mutual relationship that humans have with their animals. Some people even use the term human caregiver when they're referring to their relationship with their animals. So no matter what you want to call them, it can be helpful always to examine the language that you're using around the topic of animals and really just in general. You should be really studying and examining the language that you're using in life in general. But I wanted to bring this up because I know a lot of people are like, don't call them pets, call them animal companions, and you can call them whatever you'd like. I just wanted to point this out before we get started. And the reason that I chose the word pet in the title for the episode was because most people, especially new vegans, I have a lot of new vegans that listen to this podcast, still use the term pet. And I think that when scrolling through these episodes, it just makes it a little bit easier to understand what this episode is about versus can your animal companions be vegan? I think it was just a little more straightforward. So call them whatever you want. Always examine the language that you're using around anything. And yeah, you do you. And I'm not going to be talking about whether actually owning pets in itself is vegan or not. That's probably for a completely separate episode. I'm just going to be discussing whether or not pets themselves can be vegan. Like, can they eat a vegan or plant-based diet? And I'm primarily going to be speaking about cats and dogs in this episode, but I will be touching on other pets briefly and what you might want to be feeding them near the end of the episode. So stick around if you want to hear that. And lastly, this is a really, 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 really controversial topic, even among vegans. Like some vegans really think that it's great to feed your pets vegan food. Other vegans think it's absolutely wrong to feed your pets vegan food. So it's a really controversial subject. Discussion about vegan pets isn't even allowed at all in my How to Vegan Facebook group because the comments just can become super heated and people get really rude and defensive. So It's a controversial subject, it's a controversial topic, so just keep that in mind as you are listening, that there really is no black and white answer, there's no solid yes, there's no solid no, it's really controversial. As always, I'm going to be giving you the information that I know and that I researched about heavily, as well as my opinion, but you guys know, like I always say, you do you that's the bottom line. I just want to give you the information, give you what I think, and let you decide for yourself what you feel is right for you and your animal companions. Plus, there's just a bunch of misinformation, mostly about cats being vegan on the internet, just as there is with most things. There's so much misinformation out there. So when you are doing research, just keep that in mind that it's really beneficial to Find your information from credible sources, find studies that were peer-reviewed and that were done by credible human beings that aren't being paid by specific industries to garner specific outcomes that will help them sell their food or whatever. So keep that in mind. There's hella misinformation out there and it can be dangerous. So 
keep that in mind. Okay, I think that's it as far as like little disclaimers go. There were more in this episode than usual because it is such a controversial topic. So the benefits of a vegan diet for human beings are really hard to dispute. Because a vegan diet, a plant-based diet, is so healthy for human beings, most people wonder, a lot of people that have pets wonder, well, my, can my pet benefit from eating a vegan or a plant-based diet? It seems like it's so healthy. It's got to be good for every living being. And I know when I first went vegan, I wondered that. I was like, well, I don't really want to be buying meat. I don't want to be contributing to buying animal products in any sort of way. So if it's good for my cat, if it's good for my dog that I don't have, but if I had one, I would be wondering if it's good for them, I would love that. I would love to do that so I don't have to buy meat and it'd be awesome if it was good for them too. So it's really normal to wonder that. And it's understandable for a person who has made the decision to go vegan to just consider the same types of choices for their pet. So can cats be vegan? Let's start with cats because this is way more controversial than can than can dogs be vegan. So can cats be vegan? Like I said, there is definitely conflicting information out there about this. So keep that in mind. Cats as a species are obligate carnivores. So the definition of an obligate carnivore is an animal that subsists on a diet consisting mainly of meat because it does not possess the physiology to digest vegetable matter. Such animals may consume other materials like vegetable or minerals for non-nutritional purposes. Like you see your cat on the yard eating grass. They're not doing that because they need the nutrition from it. Who knows why the fuck they're doing that? I don't really know, but my cat loves to eat grass. I think most cats do, but they're doing it for non-nutritional purposes. So cats as a species are obligate carnivores. So just think about what cats would eat in the wild if they weren't domesticated. Things like small rodents, like mice, things like birds, etc. So in just really simple terms, this means that cats require meat in their diet. They have specific nutrient needs that can really only be met through eating meat, eating animal meat. And their digestive system is nothing like that of a human being's. They have much pointier teeth, much stronger stomach acid for breaking down the meat, and much shorter intestines, which is all characteristic of true carnivores. Cats require a high protein level in their diet, a much higher protein level in their diet than other species like humans and dogs. And they also have a need for very specific proteins. Therefore, they need very specific amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein. And one of these amino acids that they that they need is taurine. And taurine is required by all cats. And cats cannot synthesize or make taurine by themselves in their bodies like humans and dogs can. It needs to be provided through the diet that they eat. And taurine is only available in animals, in animal products. And if cats don't get enough taurine, then they can experience heart disease, problems with their vision, and an assortment of other health issues. This is kind of the main reason why a lot of people say, no, cats cannot be vegan. They need taurine from animals. And if they don't get it, there's a lot of problems that can happen in the cat. Cats also require other nutrients in their diet that are just not found in plant sources naturally. Some of these nutrients include vitamin D, vitamin A, and arachidonic acid. In humans, vitamin D, which is actually a hormone, is produced through exposing your skin to the sunlight, which as long as you're going out in the sun, 
often exposing a lot of your body to the sunlight, human beings can make their own vitamin D, which is awesome. But cats cannot do that. So therefore, vitamin D needs to be provided in the food that they eat. And it's rare in plant sources, except for those that are fortified with like some sort of synthetic vitamin D, but it is found in animal products. Cats are also not very good at digesting carbohydrates, which a plant-based diet is high in. Fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, high in carbohydrates, and they just are not very good at digesting those types of things. And plant food is much more alkaline in pH than meat, which is much more acidic. So meat meat is much more acidic than plant food. And a more alkaline pH, which plants give you in their urine, can lead to bladder crystals or bladder stones forming, which can cause infection in their urinary tract or can even be fatal if it's not treated by a vet. So as you can see, there are a number of reasons why cats typically don't do super well on a vegan diet, but it pretty much all comes down to the fact that they just weren't made to. They're not adapted to eat a plant-based diet. Feeding a cat a vegan slash plant-based diet is a lot like feeding a cow or a horse a meat-based diet. Their digestive system just wasn't made to handle that, and they typically will not thrive on that kind of a diet. Even with supplementation or producing a cat food that is just complete and fills all of their needs, all of their nutritional needs, is difficult and it can be dangerous without having some meat in their diet. Again, this is why they're referred to as obligate carnivores, and they seem to definitely require meat in their diet. At least that's how they were built and how they function best in the wild and what they eat in the wild. They're not just out there eating a bunch of plants and berries and all of that stuff. They eat meat primarily. And again, the things they eat that aren't meat aren't for their nutritional benefit. So bottom line, a vegan diet might not be the best idea for your cat. But there are some vegan cat food brands. One of them's Benevo, Benevo, and another one is Amicat, Amicat, Amicat. And they actually add the nutrients to the food. And they do say that they are vegetarian society and vegan society approved. But let me read some of the ingredients that's, that, it, that they put into this food that your cat would be eating. So the Benevo brand, Benevo, Benevo, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the composition of that is soy, wheat, corn gluten meal, corn, rice, sunflower oil, beet pulp, vitamins and minerals, brewer's yeast, etc. So those are kind of the main the main components. And to me, personally, again, this is my personal opinion, it just doesn't seem to me like that's something that a cat should be eating. But that's kind of the main composition of this Benevo food. And again, it, it is vegetarian society and vegan society approved. And I'm not saying that it wouldn't work because it does have nutritional additives like vitamin A, vitamin D2, it has taurine added, so it they would be getting what they need to be getting, but it's added all as supplements. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. And then the Ami pet food, the composition is corn, corn gluten, corn oil, rice, pea protein, pea fiber, etc. That's kind of the main stuff. And then it does have everything that they needed. Again, vitamin A, vitamin D3, taurine, all the stuff that we kind of mentioned added in. And again, I just can't picture a cat in the wild eating like corn, corn gluten, 
corn oil, etc. So I will leave links to both of these cat foods in the show notes. So if you're interested in going and checking them out, because maybe for you, you're like, that sounds great to me. If it has everything added and it's, and I don't have to be contributing to buying meat from the meat industry, then that's awesome. Like, again, I am here to respect whatever decision you make. I just want to give you as much information as possible. So they add the nutrients to the food and then the cats get everything they need through supplements. So do what you wish with that info. But again, I personally, me personally, I'm not telling you what to do at all. I just wouldn't feel comfortable feeding my cat vegan cat food, which could totally change in the future. Like that's my opinion right now. It could totally change in the future, especially if they come up with something that seems fully legit to me. Like my instincts just kick in and say, that's not right for my cat. That's just my opinion. And that's just what feels right to me right now. So if it's super important to you to never have to buy any animal products whatsoever, then having a cat as an animal companion is probably not the best choice for you unless you feel great about feeding them a vegan cat food, which is just supplemented with all of the stuff that they need. It's just plants supplemented with the nutrients that they need to thrive. So a lot of vegans just don't get cats as pets because they don't want to contribute to the animal industry in any sort of way, and they don't feel comfortable feeding their cats non-meat products. So I, I've heard of some vegans that just don't, don't get cats as pets because of that. But if you're a cat person like me and you rescued a cat like I did, 10, 11 years ago. Um, That's my decision right now is I just, I don't feel comfortable feeding my cat a vegan slash plant-based diet. So that's where I am on that. But you can still improve the lives of farm animals and you can be mindful of the animal welfare and putting that in quotation marks because animal welfare is much less important to me than animal rights. Um, Animal welfare is kind of this term that a lot of people use like to make it seem like animals are being treated better, even though they're being killed in the end. So keep that in mind. But there are ways to to kind of find animal brands, animal food brands that have welfare certification labels, which represent more humane and transparent farming practices, if that's important to you. So the ASPCA, which is the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, put together an article on their website, which I will definitely link in the show notes, which includes more info on labels to look for and a list of brands that seem to be better than others when it comes to representing, again, more humane, more transparent farming practices. So I'll leave that list in the show notes. I'll leave the link for the list and you can click on it and see specific brands that say their animals are treated better. The farming practices are much more transparent. So again, if that's important to you, head on over and check that out. And you can definitely improve the life of your cat by making sure you know what is in their food. Most traditional pet food is filled with junk and shit that causes them to become overweight and super unhealthy. There are so many cats out there that are overweight and just eating things that they weren't that they're not supposed to be eating. So read the ingredients list, read the nutrition label on your cat food and make sure that it's that it's healthy. Make sure that it's not just full of a bunch of shit that they're not supposed to be eating and just 
The shit that goes into most pet food is fucking awful. For example, a lot of spoiled meat from the grocery store goes into cat food. And even worse, they aren't even required to take it out of like the styrofoam and plastic packaging to grind it up and add it to the food. They just toss it into the grinder. The pet food industry is not very regulated. So a lot of it, especially the super cheap stuff, is just shitty shit. Just not good. So If you have a cat and you have a dog, any pet, you should be probably spending a little bit more money to get good quality pet food. So just keep that in mind because it's really, really, really bad, y'all. And just so you know, there are some sources out there, including PETA, which PETA is questionable, and other experts that say that a cat can totally be vegan by feeding them food that is heavily supplemented with all of the nutrients that they need that they can't get from plants. But they do say that not all cats can do well on a vegan diet. So it's really important to watch them closely to make sure that the vegan food that they're now eating is is working in their system. You may need to like make some adjustments here and there if you notice any digestive, skin, any other health problems, and you might want to try a different brand or a different kind of recipe. And if necessary, because the health of your cat or your pet is priority, then you might need to go back to just feeding them animal products because not all cats can do well on a vegan diet. But there are lots of cat owners whose cats have lived long, healthy, super happy lives on vegetarian or even vegan diets. There are people that say that their cat's health even improved once they switch them over to a vegan diet. Just keep in mind that if you do decide to transition your cat over onto a vegan diet, it's really important that you have their urine checked around two weeks after you change their food. And then really like every few months or couple of months, pretty often for a while, to make sure that they're getting everything that they need. Just bring them into the vet, have them check their urine. Your vet will totally be able to tell you if there's any visible health problems and you can kind of adjust anything quickly if you need to. And even if your vet says that things are looking great, another way that you can kind of keep an eye on your cat is to check their like litter box behavior. So just, you know, if they're lingering around the litter box or if they seem upset or that they're straining or just anything seems off when they're going to the bathroom, then that could be a sign that their urinary tract is blocked, which is not good at all. So bring your cat into the vet if you see anything abnormal like this. And because the more time that passes without bringing them to the vet, the more damage occurs and it can be, it can just create lots of complications. It can be really expensive. It can, it can hurt your pet, which is just, uh, I don't want any animal to ever be suffering. So the thought of that just makes me feel so sad, especially because your cats can't communicate to you what's wrong. And cats way more than dogs are not going to try to like communicate to you that they're feeling sick. They just like go hide and just don't feel good. So it's really sad. So keep an eye out for like meowing, any weird frantic behavior, just anything that seems odd, bring them to the vet and let them tell you if, if there's something that seems off, they can kind of help work you through that. And then the last thing about cats being vegan, the last thing I kind of wanted to just pop in there is 
because I thought it was important is if that you are feeding your cat a vegan diet, you just need to be careful to not over supplement with certain nutrients. So for example, like vitamin A, they definitely need to have vitamin A added to their vegan food if they're on a vegan diet. But if you put too much, if there's too much vitamin A, they're getting too much vitamin A. Some symptoms of a vitamin A overdose can include loss of appetite, weight loss, like their hair can become rough, constipation, they can get skin allergies. So just just be aware that it's a very kind of like it's it's a, it's, it has to be balanced. And some of those cat food brands probably have done the work and put that in to make sure that things are balanced. It's kind of kind of that fine line of too much, too little. So just keep an eye on your cat. If you want to try this out, then it you really need to be paying attention. It's not just switch them over to a vegan diet. Suddenly they probably need to transition at a slow pace. You need to keep an eye on them. If things are not looking good, be aware that you might need to transition back. And as your cat's human companion, it really is your job to decide whether your animal friend would be better suited to a vegan diet or a carnivorous diet because they don't really have any say in it. So again, my personal opinion on that is just, I'm as of now not going to feed my cat a vegan diet. It just doesn't feel right to me, but for some people it does. So if that's the case for you, do some more research on it, talk to your vet about it, maybe get their opinion and keep a close eye on your cat if you decide to make the transition. So again, you do you. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do, but that's my opinion on it. I do know that there are lots of people out there that have done it and they feel a lot better because they're not contributing to the cruel practices of the animal farming factory system. So you do you. I gave you all my opinion. That's what I'm doing for now. But again, you do you. Do your research if you are going to switch over though. Another question around feeding your cats meat that I get is, am I still vegan if I feed my cat meat? And yes, you are still vegan if you feed your cat meat, at least in my opinion, because cats are naturally carnivorous. They're obligate carnivores. And if we had never would have domesticated them and they were just living in the wild, then they would be eating primarily meat, just like their bodies were designed for. So if you choose to feed them meat because you believe that that's what they need and that is best for their health and best for their happiness, but you yourself are still not eating animals and you're not exploiting animals, then yes, you're still vegan because you're doing what's right for your animal, but you yourself are making the choices for yourself that still make you vegan. So I'm sure that some of you listening disagree with me. And I'm sure that some of that there's vegans out there that for sure disagree with me. But that's my opinion on it is that yes, you are still vegan. I 100% feel that I'm still vegan and that I'm doing the right thing for my cat. So that's my opinion on that. Because I know some people are probably going to wonder if they're still vegan, if they feed their cat meat. So, okay, let's move on to dogs. It's not quite as controversial. So let's move on to dogs. Can dogs be vegan? So there's an ongoing discussion of whether dogs are omnivores, whether they're carnivores, whether there's something in between. And contrary to what a lot of people believe, dogs are not wolves. One of the major 
differences between dogs and wolves is that dogs have evolved to better digest carbohydrates than wolves, where wolves are really better at digesting meat or meat products. And some of these like omnivorous qualities that dogs have that cats don't have are things like molars with like flat surfaces, kind of like humans designed to, yes, grind up bones, but they also can grind up plant material, like that fibrous plant material. They also have a small intestine, which is consistent in length with other omnivores because carnivores like cats have smaller, small intestines. So the meat doesn't sit in there as long and gets worked through their digestive system quicker. In cats, dogs have a longer, small intestine, which is typically characteristic of an omnivore. Dogs can digest most carbohydrates that they consume, and they're able to create vitamin A, which is an essential nutrient for them, from beta-carotene, which is found in plants. So they can make vitamin A. They don't need to get it from animals. And again, there are two main reasons that people decide to feed their dogs a vegan diet, which is, again, the reason that people want to feed their cats a vegan diet because of their ethics, the the human's ethics. They don't feel like contributing to harming animals and the planet and potentially their dog's bodies, or the dog has food allergies, which can be common. So most dogs can do well on a carefully designed, very important, carefully designed vegan diet that meets all of their nutritional needs. So dogs, unlike cats, can do can do well on a vegan diet. And a lot of vets often use meat-free diets to to help manage various health conditions in dogs. And dogs, unlike cats, can safely eat a wide variety of vegan foods. But there are some plant-based foods that dogs should never eat, like grapes and macadamia nuts. It can make them really, really sick and cause lots of complications. So before you decide to feed your dog a vegan diet and just start doing it, you need to do some research, serious research. I'm all about the research. Like I'm here to give you my opinion and my research I've done, but before you do anything, just do your own research. I'm a huge proponent of that. And there are lots of commercially available dog foods now, and that's a kind of a safe route to take if you're deciding you want to transition to your dog to a vegan lifestyle versus homemade dog food. And these vegan dog foods that are made by companies have been formulated to meet a dog's nutritional requirements. Some popular brands include V-Dog and Wild Earth and Halo, and I'll leave links to to all of those in the show notes. You can go check out, check those companies out and see what's in the dog food and see if it feels right for you. And homemade dog food can be a viable option as well. But again, you need to do your research, like serious research before you decide to make your own dog food at home. Because if your dog's food is improperly balanced, then it can lead to some serious deficiencies. They might not be getting enough protein and the the amount of protein that they need really depends on their age, their activity level, all of that kind of stuff. It can lead to amino acid imbalances, which can lead to heart problems and other illnesses. And it can lead to, same with cats, like vitamin and other mineral deficiencies. Dogs definitely require B vitamins, phosphorus, calcium, iron, which are more commonly found in meat. So they definitely need those things. But the dog food that is created by these companies have that supplemented in there. So there there is a way for them to get it if they're eating a vegan diet. 
So yes, dogs can totally live on a vegan diet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should. That said, countless vegan dogs thrive on their diets and they live for a long time and they're healthy. And it's usually really easy to find vegan dog food that your dog enjoys. I don't think the same goes for vegan cat food. I think a lot of people try to feed their cats vegan cat food and their cats are like, what the fuck is this? I don't want this. And it takes a while to kind of find something that they enjoy. Well, dogs, they kind of like eat anything. So I think it's a lot less of an issue for human caregivers to find vegan dog food that they like. But like with anything, some precautions are appropriate when you decide to switch your dog over to vegan food. So some tips for transitioning them would be to not just like abruptly change your dog's diet. Don't just like one day be like, you're vegan now, because it can cause lots of digestive problems in your little doggy, which is not good because again, they can't like tell you what's wrong. They can't say like, my stomach's starting to hurt. They just like have to deal with it. And uh, uh, I wish animals could talk. Like I just wish they could say like, hey, mom, I don't feel so good. Like I don't feel good. And then you could like start to adjust. And a lot of times it's like in it's a little too late. And then you realize like, oh my God, my animal's not feeling good. And then you have to take them into the vet and uh, all that stuff. So don't just abruptly change your dog's diet. Like it's just not the way to do it. Instead, you should do like add in like 10% vegan food to to their current diet. And then just keep adding, like step that up by another 10% every couple of days until they're fully transitioned over to the vegan food. And like with cats, you should definitely bring your dog in for a checkup a couple of weeks, like two weeks after they are completely transitioned to the vegan dog food. And then I would say every couple of months, few months thereafter, just to make sure they're they're doing okay. And then definitely yearly to make sure that things are just looking okay. And your dog's health may improve on a balanced vegan diet. There are definitely people out there that say, I switched my dog over to a vegan diet and they're like thriving and they feel they're awesome. They're, they're old for a dog age and they are just running around. They're loving it. So your dog's health may improve, but occasionally your dog may not do so well at all. So again, it's just so important to keep an eye on your dog, to know, just be in tune with your dog. Don't just switch them over and then just like not pay attention to them. Like you need to pay attention if they're trying to communicate with you because they might not be feeling so well and that can totally happen. So keep an eye on them. Consult with an expert. That might be a good idea, AKA your vet. Um, you know, you might want to say, Hey, I want to switch my dog over to a vegan diet. What is your opinion on this? Not that you need to listen to them again, do what feels best for you after you do the research, you know, after you do all of this digging into the information, do what feels best for you and your dog, because your vet really might not be aware of the possibly viable options for dog food, vegan dog food that are out there. And that leads me into kind of my next little question is, does my vet really know if a vegan diet might be safe for my animal? And to be honest, I would go, the best answer would be maybe. They, they might know if a vegan diet would be safe for your animal because most vets were taught in school that cats and dogs must eat meat to survive. So you might ask and they'll be, no, they cannot be vegan. And that just might be their complete answer because lots of the studies that they learned about in school were most likely funded by the meat industry. That's just kind of how school works. That's how it works with doctors. They don't, it's, 
it's a mess. It can be a mess. So be aware that they they might not really know if it's safe for your animal. So again, I would suggest doing your own research and use your vet to do blood and urine tests if you do decide to transition to them them to a vegan diet. Like it's important for that aspect to happen, even if they don't agree with you. Use your vet in that capacity um, so that you know what's going on with your animal. But it wouldn't hurt just to ask to see what their opinion might be. Like, I think it's cool to get as many opinions as possible. And you never know. They might be like, oh, yeah, we have dogs here that are that are eating a vegan diet and they're great. And they might say the opposite. But I think it couldn't hurt to get opinions. But always, 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 always do your own research and do what feels best for you and for your cute little furry animal companion. Okay, so what about other pets? I personally... And again, personal opinion, just don't think that you should feed an animal anything that is drastically different than the, than what they would be eating like in the wild. So what they would be eating if they weren't domesticated, if you didn't have them in, in your house, what would they be eating in the wild? That's kind of what I would be sticking to. So do your research. Again, I feel like I've said that so many times in this episode, but it is so important. So do your research, see what your pets would be eating if they were in the wild and use that as a guideline for what to feed them. So that's my little input on other pets. Just do a little Google search, do some research, see what they would eat in the wild and then go from there. That's, that's kind of what I would recommend as far as that stuff goes. And as far as some of you might be wondering, I should have mentioned this, as far as if I would feed my dog a vegan diet, that is, I feel much differently about that as I do what I feed my cat a vegan diet. I might feed my dog a vegan diet. I know lots of vegans, not personally, but like on YouTube and stuff, vegans that I follow that totally feed their dog a vegan diet. It initially doesn't feel super right for me, but I wouldn't be opposed to trying it and seeing how it went. Again, keeping an eye on them and stuff like that. Because if I don't have to purchase animal products at all, that is that would be awesome. I hate contributing to any type of animal cruelty in any sort of way. So I might consider feeding them a vegan diet. If We'll probably get a dog someday. Casey really wants a dog, so I can't I can't, we can't not get a dog. So we might try it out and see how it is and kind of go from there. But that's definitely different from how I feel about the cat thing. So just so you know, my opinion on that is I would, it would be something that I would be willing to try, keep a close eye on them and kind of go from there. So in conclusion, kind of to wrap up the episode, I'm vegan as you guys probably can tell, but I just don't think that it's right to force my diet and my lifestyle on other animals unless it's been proven that it's like completely safe and totally doable for them. It's, I just don't feel comfortable in being like, you're vegan now because I'm vegan because my diet is my choice. But since they can't make the choice for themselves, I feel it's up to me to do the right thing for them. And like I said, for me, that's feeding my cat a non-vegan diet. But like I always say, you do you. Like, I'm not here to tell you what's right, what's wrong. I just want to give you the information, tell you to do your own research, and then do what's right for you. This is probably the only episode that I've done where it's really controversial and I don't have like a solid, solid opinion on the topic. So you do you. That's all I got to say about that. So I hope you liked this episode. I It took me a long time to do the research for this episode and really kind of form an opinion and really understand all the information out there because there is so much controversial and conflicting information out there. 
vegans are just there. There's some people that just say yes, some people that say no. It's just one of those topics that is so divided. And it took me a hot minute to gather everything and kind of get my opinions straight and narrow it down. So I wasn't just talking for like three hours about this because I probably easily could have done that. So I hope that you found this information helpful. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you will pass this on to other people that might be wondering the same things because it's really important having your little furry animal friend or not furry, whatever animal companion you have, making sure that they're happy and healthy is so important. So I hope this was helpful for you. I would love to know your opinion on this stuff for sure. Like if you're like, my cat's been vegan their whole life and they're awesome, like they're doing great. Or my dog's been vegan for how many years and they're great. Or if you agree with me on the cat, any, whatever your opinion is, I would absolutely love to know. So come find the How to Vegan podcast Instagram, or you can find my Kristen Pound Instagram. I post the release of the podcast in both places and leave a comment, like just leave a comment when I post about this episode being released and let me know your opinion, because I would love to know. I would love to have a conversation with you about it. I think it would be helpful to, for other people to hear what you have to say about it because again, it's not black and white and I just want to know other people's opinions. So come find me on Instagram and let's have a little conversation in the comments. Please make sure you're subscribed to the How to Vegan podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. Make sure your auto downloads are turned on for this podcast so you'll be able to listen to the new episodes no matter where you are. So if you're on a hike and you don't have any service, you can listen to any of the episodes that you'd like. If you don't want to use up your data from your phone provider, then make sure your auto downloads are turned on. It is so helpful to do that for your favorite podcasts. And if you're loving the podcast, please head on over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating, leave a review. It means a lot to me. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Don't forget to share this episode with any of your friends and family who might be interested in this information that I put together for you. Go ahead, share that vegan love. It feels good. And like I always say, that ripple effect is so, so, so real. For the full show notes, including links to everything that I mentioned in this episode, click on the link in the description of today's episode, or you can just head there by typing in kristenpound.com forward slash podcast and finding this episode. But it's much easier just to click on the link in the description of the episode. So wherever you're listening, open up the details, click on the link that says full show notes. It'll take you directly to this episode and you can find links to everything that I mentioned. If you have an idea for an episode, please let me know. You can slide on into my DMs on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can find me on Facebook. I love hearing what you want to hear about this. Like I said, this episode has been requested so many times, so I pushed it up to the top of my list and I got it done for you guys. So it really means a lot to me when you let me know what you want to what you want to hear an episode about. And I have a massive list of episodes, but if a couple of people reach out saying they want to hear about something, then I'll pop, then I usually pop it up closer towards the top. So, or I'll add it to my list if it isn't something that I thought of yet. So if there's something that you're just like, oh, I want to hear her talk about that, then let me know. I would love to hear from you. And feel free to send me a DM or a message or email, whatever, again, with any questions that you might have, whether it's about this episode, whether it's about just something in general, hit me up. I love sending little voice message responses. They're just 
more personal and it's easier for me to talk for a while and it's quicker. So yeah, I usually send a little voice message response if it's a question that might take a little bit longer to respond to. So yeah, hit me up. If you have any questions at all, I'm totally here for you. Like always, I love connecting with you guys, especially on Instagram. I think it's a good way to kind of like connect and see what I'm up to. I post a lot of my stories and stuff like that. So find me there, connect with me there, hit me up if you need anything. And yeah, thanks again for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and I will just catch you in the next episode of the How to Vegan podcast. Peace.